You're listening to episode 175 of the Room to Grow podcast. I'm Emily Goff, a podcasting coach, lifestyle entrepreneur, and a Canadian with a sense of curiosity and adventure, always asking more questions and using stories to connect with and positively impact others. Here on the Room to Grow podcast, we're going deep into big topics like relationships, mental health, business, confidence, lifestyle, personal development, and entrepreneurship, and being open, honest, and real about how to learn from tough lessons along the way when life throws you into the unexpected. I bring you thoughts and guests with stories that will change the way you look at the world and yourself so that we can learn from each other and grow with lots of self-love and compassion every step of the way. There's always more room to grow. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hey there, welcome back to the Room to Grow podcast. And today we're going to be talking about living life in the gray area because honestly, nothing is black or white. And a lot of us know that, but we still tend to think in very black and white ways. And any of us can get sucked into that whole, you know, no matter what anyway, just depending on the particular issue. But I think we all can use and really benefit from a reminder that more of us need to be focusing on the gray area of life. Um, Because honestly, we're living in one of the most polarizing moments in human history to date. And people are sticking to their beliefs without ever even wanting to listen to the other side of things. And this goes for both sides of everything, by the way. And honestly, it's a little bit scary and incredibly one-dimensional because part of being human means that we're governed by a moral and ethical code in a way that other animals simply don't have. And feelings and emotion play an enormous role as well. And, and there are situations that can come up where there is no good, so-called, or right or wrong answer. There are simply decisions and choices, and then it's up to us to figure out how we decide to view them and and how we place judgment on those decisions or choices. And nothing is black and white. Nothing is black and white. And the older I get, the more I am reminded of this, The, the more life experiences I have, the more I see other people having certain experiences as well, that no there, there is, there's no usually just one answer that applies to just about anything. And so many of us, we all do this. We all get sucked into our own dogma and beliefs. And the thing is, is that if you never listen to someone with a different opinion than you, how will you ever learn, right? How will any of us ever learn? And we tend to get sucked down the hole of confirmation bias and kind of seeing what we want to see and believe. We see this even with what or with how we Google things too. Our own bias is evident simply in the way we type things into Google. (laughs) And you'll be able to find things to support what you want to believe. And that is what is at the root of confirmation bias. Getting stuck in our ways and, and in particular ways of thinking without ever really understanding the full story and interpreting evidence in a way that supports the already existing belief about something that we have in our minds. So for example, if you want to know uh, that beet juice is good for you, or, you know, how is beet juice good for me? You Google benefits of beet juice, or is beet juice good for me? (laughs) What do you think you're going to come up with? And even if some of the potential downsides or supposed issues with beet juice come up, you're going to only be interested in what supports what you already believe to be true. And you're likely going to find ways to justify brushing aside the rest. We all do this. We all do this about virtually everything. 
it's, it's human nature. Additionally, I'm sure you've also experienced a situation where you felt so strongly one way. And then once you were actually in the situation or a particular set of circumstances arose that, you know, made you feel differently, you started to see the full picture in a way that you didn't before. And that's important because this is how compassion is created. And that's where empathy is built. Empathy, I I looked it up before I jumped on here, and empathy is defined as the ability to understand and share the feelings of another. And we've also likely all had the experience of being told by someone, I know how you feel. And it seemed positively infuriating in that particular moment in time, because it was very obvious that they did not actually understand how we felt, because they had never experienced a similar situation. But we can usually sense when people are truly empathetic, when someone is actually uh, warm and, and uh, holding space for you. You can, you can feel that in people. And those are the types of people that don't usually have to tell us they know exactly how we feel, right? Who's experienced that? I definitely have. When, you know, shit hits the fan and, and I go to a close friend or loved one or something like that, It's the people who don't have to say, I know how you feel, that are usually the ones that I find to be the most empathetic empathetic and the most helpful and um, they feel the safest for me to be around in that particular low moment. Or sometimes it's in these sort of low moments when we're going to someone for help that somebody will share a story from their past that we previously knew nothing about too. And then that story of the situation of their own has allowed them to connect with us on a deeper level because they really do understand what we're going through. And then that is where connection is built too. That's all part of the shared human experience. That's how we end up feeling not so isolated and alone in the world. Because it's bizarre, we're on this planet with 7 billion other humans and yet so many of us are so lonely in a way that we never were before. And it can be very isolating when a really significant event happens to you. And yet I can guarantee you that something similar has happened to someone else on the planet. You might not know them. You might not hear about it. You, you know, it might be a situation where that particular story or topic is fairly taboo. So it makes it feel very isolating, but I can promise you that someone else has gone through something very similar or at the very minimum experienced the feelings that you are experiencing just maybe in a slightly different way. And the, the first thing that comes to mind, of course, when it comes to this sort of black and white way of thinking right now is politics. We are living in a very, very polarizing, like politically polarized uh, way right now. And, but politics aside, one way that this has become very obvious to me is through the situation of infidelity that I experienced. Um, you can reference episode 117 if you want the full story. And the, what, what came to mind with me when I started thinking about, you know, living life in the gray area, there are all kinds of things that started coming to mind. But one of them was this whole idea of infidelity, because honestly, cheating partners are a great example of living life in the gray area because many people feel very strongly one way or the other about infidelity or what they would do if infidelity happened to them or in their relationship. And 
sometimes we need to take a look at the bigger picture and understand why affairs happen rather than simply writing off the person or parties involved from any side of it, by the way. And so many people say things like, there's no excuse for cheating or there's, there's no way I would ever tolerate that for a single second. I, I would be out the door. And yet the evidence speaks otherwise because shit changes when you live it in real life and you see things from a more multidimensional standpoint. I used to say I would never tolerate any sort of cheating. I said that for years, even in the, that relationship as well. And yet, if circumstances have been different, I would have considered working through the issues if something, let's say, so for example, my, again, for anyone who, who isn't familiar with the story, I found out that my partner had been, had been uh, unfaithful to me and having an affair off and on for our entire nine years together, basically from day one. But if that situation had been different and I had found out perhaps that, uh, let's say he'd been having an affair off and on for the first two years of our relationship, but hadn't for several years since then, I probably would have considered working it out, which is not something that I would ever have considered years earlier. But the thing is, is that when, you, when you're living it and when you're in the situation and when there's all kinds of feelings and emotions involved, in, involved and you are talking about someone that you really love and care about, that shifts the conversation. And that's not even getting into all of the other potential factors like children and marriage and uh, finances and all of these other things that can play a really significant role in the choices that we make. Now, I actually probably feel even more strongly about infidelity um, and not really tolerating it, uh, having seen the immense and deep pain and suffering that it causes, along with the ripple effect that can go well beyond anything that the involved parties could ever have imagined, too. But I actually also have a much greater understanding around why and how cheating happens. And I can see that it can have a wide number of reasons for happening. And in my case, it happened because of deep pain and a need for validation that had nothing to do with me. Nothing to do with me. That doesn't mean that I agree with the behavior or that I think that it's acceptable, nor does it make it any less painful to be on the receiving end of dealing with circumstances you would not have chosen for yourself. <laughs> but understanding and awareness are everything and can create compassion that allows you to let go of your anger towards another as well. If you're having difficulty letting go of some anger and, and forgiving anyone, I really strongly recommend uh, checking out the forgiveness episode. I will reference that one as well in the show notes. And honestly, this is just simply one of thousands of examples that can be used when it comes to being more purposeful in focusing on the gray area and acknowledging that there's so much that we don't know or understand. Nothing is black and white. Nothing. And I want to give you some ways to sort of start to get past your own black and white thinking because we all have it about some things. All of us, no matter what. Number one is to put yourself in someone else's shoes. It sounds so basic, right? You know, we've heard that a thousand times, but it really is significant. Like sometimes we have to actually take a moment to stop and really think about that. I think that sometimes we almost write off the saying because we've heard something like that so, so many times, right? But we have to really stop and think about it. You know, what is the other person experiencing? What, what is 
why are they coming at it from the way that they are? Ask them questions too. You know, try and find out more about why they feel the way that they do. And you might be surprised at the answer. If you just write somebody off because you think their opinion is complete bullshit and you never bother to dig any deeper, it's going to be really hard to ever learn to walk in someone else's shoes, right? So we have to be able to put our ego aside to ask those types of questions so that we can figure out why they're coming at it from the way that they are. So putting yourself in someone else's shoes. Number two is to question yourself. Ask yourself if what you believe is 100% true no matter any circumstances. I can basically guarantee you that if you're being honest with yourself, you will realize that no, it, it is not likely that what you believe is 100% true no matter what. There's always going to be differing opinions and there are always reasons that those opinions will be rooted in. Number three is to acknowledge your privilege. This is really, really important. Many times we make decisions from a place that doesn't even take into consideration the gifts that we're given simply by things like the color of our skin, the, the country and or the neighborhood that we live in, the job that we have, the money in our bank account, and then the countless other factors that play an enormous role impacting our daily lives. And yet we take those things for granted because we've never known any differently. There are people who have to take an entirely different view on the exact same issue as you out of necessity, not out of choice. And we all have a very different experience in the world, whether that's based on, you know, race, religion, gender, socioeconomic status, or, you know, there's so many factors that I could list here. And many of which I likely wouldn't even think to list here simply because of my privilege. So, simply acknowledging that you have a privilege for various reasons. If you are listening to this podcast right now, you likely have much more than 95% of the world population in all kinds of different ways. I'm not just talking financially. I, I'm talking incredibly like across the board. You're probably better off if you were listening to this podcast than 95% of the world population. Take a moment to acknowledge that. So of course, someone who has a different experience in the world is going to see things in a different way. And none of this, by the way, is talking about basic human needs and, and necessities. This is about, you know, a little bit different issues like that. Things like politics or infidelity or, you know, all these kinds of like much more black and white issues too, that people can look at them in very black and white ways and they can be very polarizing, but there's often no right answer necessarily. And we have to have that compassion and that empathy to live life a little bit more in the gray area. Number four is to understand that someone else believing something different than you doesn't necessarily make them wrong or an asshole. <laughs> it means that they're forming judgments from a completely unique set of experiences and a different upbringing that create beliefs you simply might not share. And honestly, if we all held the exact same opinion, life would be pretty, pretty fucking boring, wouldn't it? Honestly, it, it actually would. It's like if everyone was happy 24 seven, no one would ever recognize that they were happy because we wouldn't know any differently, right? So it's not a bad thing to have differing opinions. It just means that we have to listen a little bit more. Number five is that you can accept that someone else has a different belief without needing to believe the same as them. 
because getting along with someone doesn't require you to have a carbon copy set of opinions that matches theirs. It means that you can listen to the opinion of another human being with an open mind, accept that your opinion may not always be the right one, and that both sides have a great deal to learn from each other. That can be all that this is about. I'm not asking you to necessarily change your opinions. I'm asking you to be open to hearing others. And number six is to not be so arrogant that you assume you have all the answers. And this is, again, part of the human experience, right? We're kind of arrogant, selfish beings. <laughs> it's just sort of built into our DNA. So sometimes we have to work a little bit harder to realize that we need to not be so arrogant to assume that we know everything and to realize that you are naturally going to believe what you want to believe. That's very human. But when we're so stuck on a single track way of thinking, it's our ego talking because our ego never wants to be proven wrong and wounded in that deep way. That really affects us on a significant level. And our ego will do virtually anything to save itself. Anything. <laughs> It'll tell you whatever it can tell you to protect itself. But that isn't necessarily going to benefit you as a human. A lot of times it, needs, it means that you need to have you know, harder, more uncomfortable conversations in order to get dig a little bit deeper and get to more of the root of the issue. So just to quickly go over those again, number one is to put yourself in someone else's shoes. Number two is to question yourself and ask if what you believe is 100% true, no matter what. Number three is to acknowledge your privilege, your various types of privilege. Number four is to understand that someone else believing something different it doesn't make them wrong or a jerk. It simply means that they're coming at things from a completely unique set of experiences that you simply don't have. Number five is that you can accept that someone else has a different belief without needing to believe the same thing as them. And number six is to put your ego aside and to not be so arrogant as to assume that you have all the answers. I'm going to give you a little bonus one here that I've kind of mentioned throughout this. A little bonus tip for number seven is to simply listen more. Listen more, talk less. And you are going to start hearing a lot of things that you maybe were ignoring or uh, simply not even hearing because you were too busy talking. So listening more and talking less. What's that saying about, you know, we have two, two ears and one mouth for a reason. <laughs> so that's something that all of us, all of us can benefit from listening more. No matter who you are, we can all benefit from listening more and talking a little bit less. I say this as I chatter on, on a podcast, but you know. <laughs> So I'm going to go do some more listening now. Uh, and I hope that this has been helpful. I hope that you can apply this to the various areas of your life where you can use a little bit more gray area and not quite as black and white way of thinking. And hopefully this will help you when you are supporting other people too, who are making decisions or choices that you don't necessarily agree with, or you don't understand. And this is going to be a really important conversation going forward. So thanks so much for listening. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening to the Room to Grow podcast today. I'm so incredibly grateful that you took the time because it means the absolute world to me. For any references in the episode and all show notes, be sure to jump over to roomtogrowpodcast.com. And if this episode touched your heart, it would mean so much if you would take a quick second to hit subscribe, write a review and share on social media or with someone who really needs to hear today's message. It makes such a difference to keep this podcast going so that I can continue to bring you amazing content and absolutely incredible guests. 
Be sure to tag me over on Instagram at Emily Goff Coach so that I can thank you in real time for listening and connect with you. We're back every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday with brand new episodes, and I am looking forward to growing with you.